Welcome to Stage Mom Podcast, a podcast for breakthrough bands and artists. Today, we have Luna Scar. Luna Scar is a pop artist originally out of Miami, Florida, but currently out of New York. I had such a great time getting to know Luna. She is such a talented artist that not only writes all of her own music, but she produces it all herself as well. Talented is actually an understatement. We talk about her career, her move, relationships, and her very favorite, Bad Bunny. Can't wait to sit down with her again. Luna Scar is here with us today. I'm so honored that you said you would sit down with me. Um, I've been watching you since, I don't know, three, four years now. And I think that um, just watching you evolve into what you are today has been magnificent. So why don't you just go ahead and introduce yourself to everybody. Let us know your name, your, your age, and like a little bit of background. So my name is Luna Scar. I'm a musician originally based in Miami, but now I'm based in New York. Um, I'm a pop artist, producer, songwriter, and I'm 20, so I'm very young. Almost 21, yes. though. I think that you were 17 working at Top Golf when we first met down yes. at the Gibson Showroom. Yes. Yes. Yeah. No, I was 16. 16. No, 17. You're right. You're right. 17. 17. Okay. 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 Yeah. So, um, yeah, so crazy. Um, so how, it's a question I've been wondering, where do you, how did you come up with Luna Scar? Is there a meaning behind it? Or, I mean, my nine-year-old translated it to English for me, but like what, like moon something? Or is it, star, what is it? So Luna will like literally translated with moon in Spanish. Um, okay. But the name came, it's a very funny story. I was like 13 or 14 and I was very obsessed with the moon. Like I have a moon phase and tattoo and all like, I used to be uh -huh. very obsessed with the moon. So Luna came kind of naturally. Mm -hmm. and in terms of scar, it used to be Scarlet. Like if you watch a lot of my older YouTube videos and whatnot, like you'll see me still say Scarlet. You'll see it in the in the captions and whatnot. Mm -hmm. and eventually, just shortened out. But Scarlet originally came out like you know what? This sounds kind of like a porn star or stripper. That sounds really fun. <laughs> and that was quite literally the logic. There was nothing else behind. Oh, that's the so part. funny. And it's so funny when you hear about how people come up with their names. It's just like wow, you you. It's just the craziest thing. Like I was talking to some guys the other day. I thought for sure it was something really in-depth, and it was just literally the name of a uh, favorite song of theirs. And yeah, so, sometimes just, it's very yeah. simple. It's like... Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's yeah, true. Luna's like super deep response for it, but then I get to the last part, and I'm like, yeah, it's really not that, <laughs> not that deep. <laughs> That's funny. But, all right, so what made you get started in industry, and how old were you when you first started? Right. So, I mean, I've always liked singing. That's always been something that I've been accustomed to doing. Like at school, I'd be the person doing like all the plays, all the shows, that kind of thing. Um, and when I was in about middle school or like super late elementary school, um, I guess I started getting a lot more depressed and I was trying to find a way to just cope with it and everything was writing. So I know it's like incredibly cliche and whatnot, but that's how it all started for me. Like I'm a lyricist right. before anything else. Right. Um, and so I started writing my very first song, I think, when I was, like, 12. And then from there, I wrote a bunch of music when I was 13 and eventually mm -hmm. released that when I was 16. So I worked on this wow. project for a good three years, produced it myself, like, did everything myself. The quality's very, you know, it's questionable, but, hey, I was 13. I didn't know what I was right, doing. Right, right, right. But I've been doing it since I was 13, so quite a while now. Do you still produce all your own stuff? Oh, yeah. All of my stuff is. That's awesome. I otherwise, it's all me. Because I have seen since the Luna that I saw at the Gibson showroom and the Luna today, it has evolved like 
really professional, and so you do a great job at it. Thank yeah, you. it's really good. Um, so what is your favorite performance to date? Mm, I think the very last one that I did at Revolution. Mm, that was a good one. That, that was probably my favorite one to date. I think everything lined up perfectly. That was my first time having like a drummer on stage with me, too. Right. That definitely leveled it up, and it made it so much more intense. And Yeah. I don't know. I feel like that one was the most cultivated I've been since. Like, each time I feel like I kind of level up. But that mm -hmm. one's definitely been my favorite. That yeah, that was awesome. That was a really good one. I, and I brought a lot of friends to that show, and they were all, wow. They were like, oh, wow. <laughs> yes. And I love how you've made the pink your trademark. I do. And, like, and I am sending you those pink eyelashes. I have a pair oh, for okay. you with the yeah, magnetic eyeliner. Oh, oh you were the, yeah, I got some black ones. I, I the magnetic I've, ones. Yeah, I used to, uh, I have so many, I should send you a couple, because they're just sitting there, because I just don't have enough patience to put them on, and I bought a whole bunch of the magnetic, with the black eyeliner, magnetic eyeliner, and I've got okay. black, I've got, like, I'll send them all to you, because you'll use them, oh um, but I have some pink ones, and, um, yeah, they're Tori Bell ones, give a shout out to Tori Bell, I guess, but, um, yeah, I don't, what kind do you use? Um, I usually use Glamnetic. Oh my gosh, my friend makes fun of me all the time because anytime, like, just absolutely for no reason, I'll be like, oh, my, my lashes, they're magnetic. They're so easy to put on. Aren't they the cool lashes? I don't have the patience for them. They just don't stick. Magnetic, <laughs> like, I started using maybe like two or three years ago, and that's just been my thing yeah. since. So, like, yeah. And how many wears do you get out of those ones? Because I know the Tori Bell, I think it's like what, 30, 30 wears. Yeah, like around 30. You could reuse them and then they start to not stick anymore. They're magnetized anymore. I've tried a yeah. few. I've tried Glamnetic. I've tried Kiss. I've tried Blood Lash. Um, a, different, a few different brands. But Glamnetic's probably my favorite. Well, hopefully other girls that are wearing lashes are hearing that. and then <laughs> That's the move. <laughs> exactly. So anyhow, so as far as um, performing, do you get any kind of anxiety? Because you really put a lot into your And I couldn't do what you do at all. So I can imagine like just being able to get up there without having panic attacks prior. Do you? Um, no, I don't get anxious at all. Cause I'm, I'm someone who has anxiety on a regular basis, but I think this for me is like my, all right, this is like about me. Like nothing else is kind of in my way. So I don't really mm -hmm. get anxious when I go on stage. I don't particularly feel nervous. The only thing that does happen though, is that because I have anxiety, I have something called dyspnea, which it makes it sometimes hard for me to breathe. I'm oh. I feel anxious. And so that's not necessarily like the best thing to have. Right. You're a singer who's also like jumping around stage a million yeah. times. Yeah. So that's usually my only like concern. Um, but I don't really feel any ways that you can control that. Like if you feel it coming on, do you do you have a way you can control it? Well, yeah. There's a few ways. There's medications for that. But then there's also just like I usually just try to sit down, mellow myself. It's always like um they have like the thing where you do the five senses. So if you think of five things you can see, four things you can touch, three things you can hear, two things you can smell and one thing you can taste so like you just basically just do things to kind of just chill yourself out for a little bit right um okay. but if it does happen especially before a show i'm like all right get it together because this is not happening on stage i need to right I need to use my throat i need to sing <laughs> no that's that's good that you shared that that happens to you because there's probably a lot of people out there that have a situation or a condition like that that would never even think of being able to enter the industry that you're in because of that they'd probably oh, yeah. be like oh no i wouldn't be able to do it Right. I mean, one of the most important things to me is I've, I'm very open, granted, obviously, with my privacy and my own boundaries and whatnot, mm -hmm. but I try to be very open about my mental health struggles because I understand how difficult it is to even pursue a career like this because there's so mm -hmm. many days where, my gosh, especially with, like, social media and just all these different components that come with it that make you feel like it, like, almost tears at your own self-worth. So you got to mm -hmm. kind of be balancing out yeah. the 
passion for what you want to do versus all the outside factors. Right. So yeah, I'm like, I try to be incredibly open about it. I'm like, yeah, this is something I go through, you know, like, I don't think it's anything crazy, you know, that's like, I guess my normal life. So I don't think of it to be anything that's yeah. incredibly out of the regular. No, it's good that you're open about it because you probably have a lot of you and uh, admire what you do. And any advice to give to someone that wanted to get into the industry or someone that's trying to break their way in, what would that advice be? Oh my gosh, do your research. <laughs> that's the first thing. Do your research because it's very easy to, to okay, I'm a singer, or I'm a producer, or I'm a writer, or whatever it may be, and just want to make craft. And that's great and all, don't get me wrong, but for it to actually come out to be something that garners some type of success, obviously a lot of us want to be able to make money off of what we do. Um, literally do your research. How do you like get to publications? How do you reach out to booking people? How do you book shows? How do you get your music out there? Mm-hmm. You have to be willing to learn the business and learn the game to do anything. Yeah. You don't have to like the game, but you have to know how to play it. Yeah, so it's, it's true. It's really just doing your research, making your connects, and like, I really think that's it. Just never be afraid to ask questions. Yeah, I'm definitely not afraid. Like that. That's I was the one that got all the gigs for my kids' band, and I was. I, one because I'm not shy at all but it's funny when it comes to things for myself I'm shy but for when it comes to my kids I'm like oh you guys want to do this okay I'll call them we'll call the president of the United States okay I'll do it yeah Yeah. (laughs) but yeah I know it's so true what you just said is so true so uh, can't be afraid to ask questions because no one's gonna vouch for you except for you exactly exactly you have to fight for yourself you have no other option especially like when you don't have a team you are your only person Mm -hmm. it's true it's very true um, to be I guess. Oh, especially like if you're not, and it's just almost like you have to create an alter ego. Like they're I never going to see me I'm again. <laughs> That's the thing. Like when I'm like my government name me, like oh I'm super shy to myself. <laughs> my business. But oh, if it's Luna, that's different. That's very different. I'm like throwing business cards at everybody. I'm being obnoxious uh-huh. about that I'm here and who right. I am. Say that because when we met you at the Gibson showroom, it was after you performed, and um. My kids' band's uh, guitar's father came up saying, "Oh, Luna's gonna perform over at the." Uh, he was doing this at his house. He's like, "I asked her. She yeah, said she would if she's not working." And I'm like thinking to myself, "That girl is not gonna want to play at your Christmas block party." <laughs> but then you came and you were talking to us, and it was like, "Wow!" Like, yeah, y'all were so nice. You, yeah, I mean, it was it was like funny because you were so down to earth and just nice nice person and up on that stage you're full of confidence you're full of like you're owning it and then it's like almost intimidating and you're like oh wait no this is a nice girl (laughs) yeah I think that's always the funniest thing like my music like I do everything in color right so I look at my music and it's very like dark it's very black and red and like very dark and then I think of myself as a person and I'm like super like bright and bubbly so it's like oh it's a very big dichotomy but um that's good I (laughs) (laughs) I very much remember having that conversation I was there for a good like 15 minutes mm-hmm. and I remember I was with my friends and like oh we're gonna go grab something or whatever and I was like yeah, yeah I'll catch up with y'all later I'm talking to someone go <laughs> like, y'all are so nice yeah no but like I said like that confidence have to have that confidence and you have it it's admirable like own everything you do I wish I could be like that I really do so yeah, I gotta give you kudos for that I'm 46 years old. Okay, I'm done. So, <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll put it on to my kids, my girls. They they could do it, but I'll just live in their their shadow. 
But, um, you know, so, like, all right, so I saw you perform some songs down at Gibson Showroom, and then I saw you the last live, which you played there, what, three times at Revolution Live, right? Okay, so are there any of those that I have seen you perform, or I did it, that you hate performing? Any of those songs? Any of the songs? Um... Mm, that's interesting. You just perform them because you know some people like them or whatever, but you're just so over oh, it. Oh, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I really like my songs, right? I really like mm -hmm. the song Bite, but there was a particular show I had to do. It was here in New York, though, and I didn't have Bite. I had, like, three other songs. Mm -hmm. The person's like, I really like Bite. Can you switch this one song out? And I was like, I was like okay, I guess. Like, that's fine. But... I like performing by, I like performing, Lunaphobia is always my favorite song to perform, mm -hmm. I just get mad out of breath, but any song that I hate, I don't know. I think it just used to be weird, um, it depends who's like there to see me. Right, okay. Um, you just feel the crowd out. Well, not even that, but you know, it's kind of awkward sometimes that the person you wrote all these like mean songs about is there. <laughs> <laughs> awkward i'm not gonna act like it isn't you know but aside from that no like all my songs i enjoy them i very much curate my set list to be more fun and energetic well that's good there are that's a lot of good other songs i have but they're not as you know energetic so i'd rather have right. something that if the crowd doesn't know who i am something that's a bit more um i guess digestible for them right well that's that's cool that um someone in new york knew about your music or was requesting saying oh yeah i've been there that long have you how long have you been there yeah. now Next week, it'll be about five months. See, that's impressive. That yeah, yeah I already did some like, shows here. That's not awesome. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm what made you move up there? Like, just music or? Yeah, just music. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. So I just decided this one I've always wanted to do, and I figured, you know right. what? It's time to, I don't know, make some type of change. Did you go by? Oh, yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah, nothing scares me. <laughs> daughter wants to do that i'm like do you understand that the money in your bank you'll last two days that's it yeah. <laughs> you're not gonna it's not cheap oh like, it's very true i got incredibly lucky and i found an apartment on craigslist which i'm i'm like a walking billboard for craigslist okay okay everyone always thinks it's like incredibly fraudy and scammy which it kind of is but i've gotten a lot of good things out of it so i got my apartment like my apartment's like ridiculously cheaper what it is um, and I plan, I, I'm a big over planner, so I planned out getting a job before I even moved out That's here. Good. And like, I had myself all set up, so the question was just, okay, I just need to drive up here and move. Right. And that was that. Oh. But yeah, I was so, like, yeah. I, my accounts have never been like an overdraft or anything like that up until I moved here. But oh, that geez. was like, you know, the first month and yeah. whatnot when I was trying to get myself set up, but everything kind of mellowed mm -hmm. out. And, I mean, that's just like the process, you know? That's what happens. Yeah, exactly. You're shooting for your dreams. That's what you have to, yeah. you have to do. But, okay, so other than music, what other hobbies do you have? Hobbies and interests. Um, hobbies and interests. Let's see. I'm really into fashion. Like, mm -hmm. I would love to one day do, like, a fashion line or even just, like, modeling. I used to really want to be a model. Like, okay. when I was younger, I think a lot of my, my all my interests have always been more in the creative realm. But I used to be like, I mean, I want to be a singer. I want to be a model. I want to be a singer. I want to be this. I want to, and always like back and forth between singer and like something right. else. Um, but I'm really into fashion. Um, I'm really into pole dancing. I'm very like obvious about that. Like I have my pole literally like yeah. three feet away from me right here. I could never do that. I could hold myself up. That's what I thought at first too. But it's a great workout. You build That's, so yeah. much strength doing it. So much strength. Oh my gosh. Um, but that's usually. Just all my, all, I don't know, all my hobbies are very 
music related. Like if mm-hmm. I'm not in my house making music, I'm at a concert, you know? So yeah, that's usually like the bulk of my personality. <laughs> right. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. So um, when you make your music, what makes you other than like breakups and stuff? Cause I know a lot of your about breakups, but what other <laughs> things make you feel passionate within the music? Um, I don't know. It kind of, it kind of just comes to me a lot of the time. Um, like I'll just be in random spots. Like I'll be on the train and I'll have like these great ideas and I'll make five songs like straight up or I'll go months without writing anything. Mm-hmm. So it really just varies. I just want something that actually makes me, I don't know. So that's like a pungent feeling. I guess pungent's more for scent, but nevertheless, like yeah. <laughs> you want something that like sticks out to you. I don't know. I find that most of my stuff has come from, does come from pain. So that means that mm-hmm. could be breakups. That could be other types of hurt. Um, it's just a matter of what perspective do I want to take on it. Because I don't necessarily right. always want to make sad songs for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. However, most of my songs, or at least the things that I think are my best writing, stem from that kind of thing. Right. Right. Well, sad songs sell, so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they do. Yeah. Of course they do. You know how many people are sad? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, it's a whole entire country at this point. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> so what what do you feel is the best decision that you made at Let's see. I think, oh, that's a good question. Hold on. There are quite a few things. I think the main two that I would name is A, doing all the production myself. Mm-hmm. Um, initially, I started doing the production just for the sake of I didn't have resources to pay somebody right. or to learn or do anything like that. So that's how I started doing it alone. Um, but at this point, I take a lot more pride and passion in my music because I'm the one who does it. On top of the fact that I'm a woman in production, that's already right. so scarce. Um, and I do think the second thing is just making those connections, like that initial connection I made to play the Ripple Effect show, mm-hmm. uh, the, the first time I even did the Gibson, did Revolution. The way that that came about was so weird. It was, I met somebody at a concert, mm-hmm. and it was like the weirdest thing. We met at this concert, and she was like fighting over her spot with some other girls, so I just defended her. because like, yeah, I feel you. And we became friends, and she was working with Ripple at the time, and that's how mm-hmm. I got to know all this stuff and through that that opened up so many doors for me and that was just because yeah. I just decided to talk to one person that's amazing I know and, it's and really- you were being the on the end of it yeah, like that, that it was a well, good deed that got you I mean I'm just so introverted so usually I would have been like all right like that really sucks but I'm just kind of like mind my business I don't want to get yep. involved but I was like yo you know like they were fighting over the spot it was like a weird situation but after that, like, we got to talking, and she's like, yeah, I'm a photographer, this and that. Like, her name is Valerie. Oh, I, she, I hired her to do, uh, yeah, she they she did my kids' band's pictures. I She's great. Yes. yes. Oh, love Valerie. Oh, my gosh, but that's how mm-hmm. I met her. It was the craziest thing. And then she sent me the thing about Ripple. She's like, oh, you should sign up for this. And I was like, cool. And we've been, like, such great friends since. And that's how that whole thing came about. Like, if it was that's not fun. for me being at the right place at the right time, right time. even bothering to speak to her. Oh, yeah. That's exactly like, what this is. One, for, oh, I think I'm funny. It was a ripple effect. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. That's funny. Thank you. So funny. <laughs> so I funny. So, <laughs> and me, obviously. So, um, so your family. You say you moved up to New York by yourself. Is right. Very supportive of what you do, and um, I've seen you post like your mother and stuff on right. Instagram with you. And so, what kind of um, support? Right. I mean, <clears throat> they're more so on the sake of like you can do whatever you want to do, so long as like you're not harming yourself or other yeah. people, which is also kind of like the mantra that I carry on myself. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So, yeah, they've been incredibly supportive on my move. They were helping me out every single, like, when I was on the train moving here, when I was doing, like, all the, you know, all the bits and pieces. Like, every few days they'll call me and they'll be like, is everything good? Are you eating? Are you doing X, Y, Z? I'm like, oh, I'm good. Like, I'm, I'm chilling, you know? But, no, they're supportive on that. Um, so, yeah, I mean, whenever I go back down to Miami, like, I always, you know, I know I have a good support there. That's good. It used to not be like that, but, you know, oh. time develops. Yeah. They're probably seeing that you're making a name for yourself and like yeah. maybe she was right, you know, like, let's just let her yeah. see how this works out sort of thing, you know, and now um, I saw an interview a while ago and you had said, I think I heard it this way, that you snuck out of your house the first time to play the, the, the Revolution Live Ripple Effect the first time. Is that yeah. so true? <laughs> oh my God. How could you get to perform? I would be a nervous wreck. Oh, no. <laughs> You're like, I'm out. I'll just deal with it later if I get caught. Every single show <laughs> I did before I turned 18, which was maybe a good, like, three of them. Three or four of them. They were all snuck. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Do, your, do, do, do your parents know this? Well, they know now, yeah. <laughs> I was like, man, I'll edit they're, this out. They're, oh, no, you're good. They were, you know, they were, like, really strict. Um, they were mm -hmm. like daughters, you know, there's... There's all the stigma that comes with just having daughters, yeah. especially in my I'm family, a, you know. I'm five daughters. Okay. So, I'm the yeah, so when, you know. Yep. And I'm, I'm a bit more rambunctious than my sister. So, <laughs> um, so my parents are very much like, all right, like, you know, you don't want to, we don't want, you know, put you in all, any situation that will make you susceptible to getting kidnapped or this and that. Right, right. Overly protective. And I was like, yeah, that's cool. I'm going to go to work. And <laughs> I'd, put on my, <laughs> I'd put on my work uniform. <laughs> And I'd go to work, like my parents would drop me off, or I'd Uber to work, oh and then I would change God. in the bathroom. And it became such a thing, because I did this to film a few music videos as well, like, right. I would just always say that I was at work, and it became a thing where my coworkers would see me, like, are you actually working today? <laughs> I'm like, no, 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 I'm going somewhere. <laughs> and I would change in the bathroom, oh my God. and like my friend, or I'd Uber or whatever to the venue, and, and then I'd be there, and then my escape go to night, because obviously I'd be out late. Uh -huh. I'm going to sleep over at someone's house, and I would right. do that. Right. And then the next morning, I'd come back with my work uniform. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Fully thought through. Fully thought oh, through. Oh, 100% thought through. I'm very calculated. <laughs> yeah, I knew otherwise my parents wouldn't have let me done it. They wouldn't have let right. me do it at all. Yeah. And yeah. I wasn't going to miss that opportunity on top of the fact that it's something that I wanted to do. Forget about it being, like, career motivated, but I just wanted right. to do that. And, yeah, you have to make a big now story you have to tell for the rest of your life. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. One day my dad found out. He's like, oh, so you weren't going to tell me that you played at this festival or you or that you played at this venue? And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, oh, how'd you find out? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that's, that was my question. I guess Ripple was doing, like, Facebook ads at the time. and I guess <laughs> Yeah, they were. <gasps> and my mom was like, she told me, like, a few months after it happened. She's like, so, you never told me about this. And she pulls up a Facebook ad, and it's my picture. Oh, that's hysterical. Oh, yeah. So, um, that is that hysterical. No, that... <laughs> I probably would have gotten discouraged with the whole thing just because I would have checked about everything, like leaving, getting caught. I would have been fired from everything, though, because my performance would have been so awful because I would have been such a nervous wreck. That... Yeah. No, I mean, I was anxious. Don't get me wrong at the fact that I'd be caught. But once I actually got to the venue, I was like... I'm like, let's say they do show up. What are they going to do? I'm already here. <laughs> that was my logic. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, speaking of, like, being anxious <laughs> and stuff, what do you do, like, if, or it may not, 
But if you were performing and you're getting like a negative response from the crowd or you feel like you're losing the crowd, what do you do? Oh, yeah, it's happened times where you have those crowds are incredibly small. So you only got like mm-hmm. two people paying attention or you have the ones yeah. that are full, but you can tell they're not necessarily there for you. Mm-hmm. At that point, I just try to be super immersive. Yeah. Um. So like there was a show I played and the venue was a church, which was like the randomest venue to have. And I, I wasn't aware that it was a church until I got there. <laughs> And, you know, I don't think my music is very, <laughs> I don't think that's the right setting for it. But nevertheless, oh, my um, God. I mean, I was like, I heard everyone was sitting down on the pews. Like, it looked like Sunday service. And I was like, all right, y'all, this is crazy. y'all gotta get up, get some steps. And, you know, I had people like trying to, I don't know, just get people riled up because everyone was just so lax. And, you know, at that point, energy. if it's not there, I'll make my own energy, but I'd much rather feed off the energy that's already in the room. Right, right. Um, oh, yeah, so just always, like, getting people immersed and actually involved. Always. Oh, my God. That's funny, a church. That is funny. A church! <laughs> a church! <laughs> I'm dying. Yeah, and, oh. yeah, no, it was weird. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny, though. That is. Mm-hmm. Um, what other type of musicians were there? Oh, no, the event was really cool. Um, it was a bunch of different people. They had some hip-hop artists, some R&B okay. artists, a lot of singer-songwriters. So it was just really cool. I just, I don't think any of us were aware what the venue was. They just gave us right. a And when I Googled it, like, no, nothing came up. So I was like, okay, like, whatever. Um, if it's a weird alley, then I guess it is. And I'll take my, you know. Yep, that happens. <laughs> and I was like, this is so architecturally beautiful. And I walk in, I'm like, that makes sense. The church. <laughs> <laughs> you, see the red, you see the velvet red on the pews and one. I'm like, yeah, it's the church. All right, cool. Oh, my God. So, um. What is your dream collaboration? Who would you want to collaborate with? Oh, my gosh. There are quite a few people. Um, I would absolutely love, love, love to write with Banks. I think she is, she's like my favorite songwriter of all time. Okay. The way that she puts her words together, the way that she speaks so freely and authentically. I just love everything about her music, everything about the way she writes. The other person, which this really isn't a surprise, but I need to collaborate with Bad Bunny. I need that to happen. <laughs> You hear that I bad bunny? <laughs> yeah, like we'll, we'll, we'll have to tag her in this. We gotta have we gotta have all the Puerto Ricans in one song. I think that would just like shake the earth. I think it'd be great. I want that That's to happen funny. so badly. <laughs> okay, I'll I'll work on it for you. Oh I'll yeah, do... if you, if you so, can make it happen. Right. I will. I will. <laughs> I'll tell you when my kids. Be... I I told each band member, let me know what your dream venue is to play at, and. Max said Revolution Live, and I laughed. I was like, yeah, that's never happening. And then it happened three times. Yeah. So, hey, I'm on the Bad Bunny mission. Thank you. No, that really is, like, one of my favorite things about playing Revolution. Like, every time I go, like, Saving Harold's also there, I'm like, yay! Like, I feel like we're in this together. It feels so cute and wholesome. Yeah, I know you guys are doing it together. That's So, you know, you're Puerto Rican. Um, Obviously, you speak Spanish then. Do you do any Spanish? Or yeah. would you ever put a Spanish album together? Oh, yeah, definitely. I have a few songs right now that have, like, tidbits in Spanish. I only have one okay. song out right now that's, like, fully in Spanish. Um, but recently I released a remix of Fuck Me Up. And, okay. it, like, parts of it are in Spanish. So oh, okay. Um, but, yeah, no, I would love, love, love to, like, fully dive into making a complete Spanish record. I think that'd be so dope. Yeah. I love I don't know what there's. I, I just love the sound of it. So... <laughs> Yeah. That, listen, as long as you feel it, sometimes you don't even need to understand. You just feel it. That's yeah, no, you do. When um, before Saving Harold, Mackenzie was in um, this, other, 
and the singer was Latin, and they played one Latin song, and Nick was in it with them. Nick and Mackenzie and the bassist, none of them knew what she was singing, but uh-huh. favorite song that they performed because she was Latin, and it just it just flowed so perfectly for her. I loved it, and it, I, yeah, I would never even attempt. I know the words. I don't know what they mean, but I would never attempt to sing it for you. So, yeah. at this point, music transcends language. Like, you see how big K-pop is right now. Like, yeah, people who listen to K-pop don't understand a single word what they're Mm-mm. saying, but it yeah. just sounds good. It feels good. It feels right. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah, same. So, same concept. Who is your biggest musical musician, other than Bad Bunny? Uh, <laughs> um, I would say, I would probably say Halsey or Banks in terms okay. of like actual influences. I find that. The direction that they're taking their music, the sound that they they keep pushing, writing is everything mm-hmm. about that seems very much like something I would want to do. Okay. And I saw Banks in concerts a few years ago, and I just watched the whole set, and I was like, this this, this is it. This is this right here is the image. Right. Right. Um, those two are probably really high up for me. There are quite a lot of people. I'm inspired by so many different women in music, but I think those are the two like off the top of my head. I will always like always vouch for. So, don't you have a couple of diamond tattoos, or? I sure do. <laughs> I have, so, I have quite a few. Let me see. Yeah. I have a few now. I got, I think I got two more a few months ago. My very first tattoo was her. Like, oh, well, okay. not her, but I have like a diamond on my right, right there. Yeah. I have that. I have another one here. I have quite a few. Yeah, I think I have like seven of them for her. And then I think oh, it was like wow. four, four or five for Halsey. So oh, okay. Halsey's catching up. Yeah, most yeah. of the tattoos are music related. Okay, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all pretty much music related. Very few of them aren't, but yeah, that's just, that's like the biggest thing for me in my life. So that's it makes nice. sense for that yeah. to be just scribbled all over my skin. Yeah, if you're putting something there forever, it might as well be something that makes sense. Because I have stick men. I mean, <gasps> well, <laughs> what's that mean? <laughs> I just like stick men. And then nice. Mackenzie, her first tattoo um, was my first tattoo, which was the stickman. So that's, yeah, so that's, Aww, at least it means something, cute. right? <laughs> yeah, my mom said she would never get a tattoo at all. And I told her, I was like, what if I was dying? And this is my dying wish for you to get a tattoo to remember me by. It could be a dog. I don't care what it is, but the point is you get one for me. And she's like, you wouldn't know you're dead. Oh! <laughs> So that's cute. <laughs> that's so funny. I'm like, mommy. Get we, a we saw this girl the other day on on social. She had like these little tiny tiny hearts like all over. It looked like little freckles everywhere. Oh, cool. Felt about it, but Mackenzie wasn't quite sure how she felt about it either. We were like, I don't know. So yeah, that's an interesting concept. I like mine to be yeah. big, or at least like notable. Yeah. Exactly. If you're doing it, you might as well do it. Yeah. So as as far as the local scene, um, you've got the taste of New York and better for you. Which one do you like better? What's the difference? Mm, I think, I mean, as of right now, it's a little bit hard to answer that just for the sake of, in Miami, I spent a good, a good amount of time, like building that network, building those connections, yeah. learning about the venues, learning who I should talk to, who I shouldn't. Um, so I developed a good know of what was happening versus here. In New York, I mean, I think it'll be more fruitful for me moving forward once I do get a better grasp of what's here. For yeah. Um, so it's a little bit hard because as of right now, I could easily say, yeah, Miami, just because I have the connections and I know where to reach out to. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I do think New York, once I get the grasp, will be much more fruitful because here's a better scene for pop music. Miami's not really built for that. 
They're not ready. Okay. <laughs> oh, they're not. For a while there, it started almost like turning into like a good place to go to for like acting and music, mm-hmm. and then it just kind of like. Yeah, was, I feel like it all away. A, I feel like a lot of people were like pursuing more rap music careers or like even Latin music music. Yeah. Careers have a better time in Miami. Um, but yeah, I think it just depends. Depends what kind of music you're pursuing, what exactly you're trying to do. Right. So that's what that is. So what is the crazy story from any of your shows that you've ever had happen? Hmm. Or that you've that seen? Dessert? Yeah. Besides, <laughs> I don't know if you're going to be able to top that one, actually. <laughs> um... Oh, let me see. I have to really like dig deep my memory because I've done shows now. Um, I think I think something that's always funny. I guess it's not necessarily crazy, but I always just think it's funny. Every time I do a show without fail, the people who are there that aren't necessarily like my friends or whatnot always mm-hmm. assume I'm like a million years older than I am. Like this happens very consistently mm-hmm. in my shows. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's always that, but that's not necessarily crazy. I don't know. I'm trying to think. Well, my first few shows, before I had tattoos, I used to always um, stencil on tattoos with, like, eyeliner. Oh. Um, so that was that was a thing for a while. Like, if you look at the pictures, it was just mad inconsistent because every time it was a different tattoo in a different place. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, I was getting, like, constant tattoos. <laughs> um, and they look, if I look at them now, I'm like, ooh, that looks really bad. But, you know, efforts were made. Oh, well, crazy stuff. I think the first Revolution show I did, that was the first time I performed Lunaphobia. And Lunaphobia hadn't even been out yet. Uh-huh. And I remember bringing somebody on stage to do that. To I remember that. Because at uh-huh. that point, the video hadn't even been filmed or anything like that, but I knew what I wanted the video to be, and I was mm-hmm. going to beat up a man in a chair. And I was like, <laughs> you know let me find somebody on stage who I feel like would be a good sport. And I'm not going to beat them up, per se, but, you know, it'll be close enough to the real thing. Mm-hmm. And I remember that was really, really fun, because I was kind of anxious. I've never had somebody on stage with me before. Right. Like, so different. Like, that's probably, like, the craziest thing I can think of. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not like a party person. I wish my my answer was more interesting. No. The kid that you pulled up on stage happened to go to high school with Mackenzie, and apparently he was like a what? huge introvert. Like, so I, I was like, poor Luna's tearing this poor kid. No, it's crazy because I know them from Twitter. I've. Oh, that's so funny. Like a while back. Um, Small world. Yeah, yeah, we had interacted maybe at a few concerts and whatnot before. But, like, we weren't necessarily, like, close friends or that. Now we're, like, pretty good. Like, they live in New York. That's so, like, so funny. Um, but I remember I was like, all right, this person seems like a good enough, like, all right, this is what's going to happen. That's crazy. I didn't know. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, because world. he was like, it's such a, really, as large as it is, it's so small. So tiny. So tiny. Yeah. Wow. So, as far as fans and people and stuff, do you have any groupies, anyone that's ever, like, kind of, like, scared you? Anything like that? I'm blessed. Nobody has scared me, not yet at least. Um, but I mean, you always have those people after the shows who DM you and they're like, you were really cute, you were so talented, this and that. I'm like, all right, thanks, I guess. And I like try to ignore it, but it's mm-hmm. persistent. Yeah, they are. But no, I haven't had anybody to make me feel like uncomfortable or scared mm-hmm. as of yet. So that's the well, that's good. That's yeah, good. So fingers crossed it stays like that. Yeah. Um, as far as local bands, who's your favorite local band? You can tell me, like, South Florida and New York, if you have one up there already um, that you want to shout out to. Oh, hell yeah. So, like, 
most of my knowledge does fall in the Miami uh, mm-hmm. Miami circuit. Like, absolutely love, love, love Nia Ray. This isn't necessarily a band. Um, she's more of an R&B pop artist. She's okay. absolutely super talented, super, super gifted singer. Like, her music, it, it hits every single time for me. Right. Absolutely love that. Love Wednesday. Oh, yeah, you gotta. He's gonna be on. I'm gonna have him on in in March sometime, so I'm excited about that also. Yeah. I love Wednesday. Wednesday's music hits so good. Yeah. Yeah, I know there's so many people. Um, Who's this other person? Oh, my friend Mati, Matias Poro. He produces too. Like, when I tell you, like, the trifecta, this man is the singer, he's the writer, he's the producer, he's the director. He does his videos like top tier. Every single thing he does is absolutely phenomenal. Gifted, gifted, and he's engineered the project I'm releasing next week. Oh, okay. So, yeah, he does everything. When I tell you that man is talented, we're talented. We also have Imperium the first. Oh, my gosh, the song by Imperium. It's called High. Mm-hmm. Absolutely fire. It's like a super, like, sultry to get done, but, like, mm-hmm. sad. It's like a perfect blend of all the things. I right. Do. Oh, it's great. There's just so many local artists, that, and that's why I started this, because mm-hmm. there's just so many so talented that really should be known. They aren't like I. I just don't understand it. It's like I go and I see some, and I'm like, God, how have they not been found yet? Like I don't understand. It's just a waste. Like, but you know, it, it, like you said earlier, it's the right place, right time. Right place, right time, so, and also yep. you got to make it the right place, right time. Let's You're right. Yeah. Yeah. That's for real. <laughs> that is yeah, true. I mean, like anytime I think of anybody, I will definitely send them your way because I want if everybody could eat. That's that's the goal right there. Why is I don't understand why the music industry is incredibly too competitive. It's just yeah. too much. Everybody, yeah. can, yeah, everybody can celebrate together, you know. Yeah, it's so, true. I appreciate true. you doing this. This is so cool. No, I, that you came on because um, I, I had a list of people that I knew I wanted. You were one of them. Young Fiction Wednesday Age. Like I, hey, I wanted. Oh God, that voice. So oh, yeah. yeah. But um, so all right. So when I there's so many. So I'm going to just keep doing it, and hopefully someone will, like, you know, yeah. pass it along, and people will see, and they'll be like, oh, who's that Luna? So when I first met you, though, you had no tattoos. How many do you have now? 38. Holy crap. That's... I'm I've only been figure... getting tattooed for almost three years now. I know. 38. That's one a month. All right, how many? All right, it's bad. Okay, 20, 36. That's one a month. Almost more than one a month. Oh, right? That's, well, that's not how I do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in bulk. I just oh. in bulk, so I'll sit through and I'll get like maybe 10 at a time. Or like oh my God. Mm-hmm. Cheaper that way, it hurts less. Healings all at once. Like the True. most I did in one session, I did 12 in a session. Oh, yeah, no. That's like, oh, no. I'm that person. Nope, not me. No, I, I got one here and mm-hmm. I was holding my hand. I was nearly seizing. But then there was like, it was weird. It was like, it was. That spot's bad. Yeah, and then it would move like a hair, and it was fine. And then I'm like, okay, that's good. And then it's like, oh shit, they moved again. Oh god, it was sweating. My makeup was yeah. down to here. I was like, oh my god, I'm too old for this. Like the tattoo I have here is the only time I ever use numbing cream, and I felt like I didn't punk. Oh, if I had punk. known about it, I would have done that. Well, I sat through for a good like two hours, yeah. and eventually, like it kept hurting. And the guy kept having to stop. And I was like, yo, like. I was like, we're you want numbing cream? I was like, no, we're not using numbing cream. And then after like 30 minutes, I was like, all right. In that well, choice. Just, just, just run no, it. Oh, because like I'm telling you, Luna, there was times where I felt like I was going to pass out. I was like, this is, this is just awful pain. 
but you that used four. oh it was awful it was awful oh, yeah that spot's bad yeah so all right so you moved five miles do you have a significant other or no time for that right now no time for that no time for that right now i think yeah I'd rather focus on my music that's what i was doing last year and i feel like that ended up being very helpful for me both mentally right. and career-wise so i think i'm gonna keep on that train yeah yeah that's just and so what is the longest relationship that you have had and supportive of your music or did that get in the way because you know they didn't understand um it was almost five years oh my god wow yeah almost five okay. years um it it, it kind of played an odd role in my relationship um i think i almost feel like <laughs> i'm gonna sound mad cocky i must feel like taylor swift <laughs> oh <laughs> She's writing about her problems. She's writing mm-hmm. about all these things that happened to her. And, mm-hmm. you know, obviously that... I, I get why that would ruffle feathers. I, I, I understand mm-hmm. it on both ends. But nevertheless, like, if things don't happen, I wouldn't have write, written right. about them. So it kind of goes back and forth. Um, and trying to be respectful to your partner, but also mm-hmm. understanding that you deserve to use your music or whatever your art is as an outlet. Mm-hmm. Um, and you would have to yeah. really be confident date you that's just the oh, way hell yeah. that's oh because See, if not that's yeah. just yeah yeah I mean, it's... forget about the music one of the issues that i have found is especially since i started pole dancing is that like people whenever they are trying to like spit game or they are trying to date or anything like that everyone's always very intrigued that i pull at first and everyone's like very like supportive of it and interested in it but the second i don't know i guess it becomes threatened because now they're like oh wait mm-hmm. this is just for me yeah just for you to begin with but <laughs> I, find that, I find that that's the thing that causes more problems I mean as of right now yep. I don't know my, that might I can see that yeah I'm like yeah. if you can't handle being with somebody who's incredibly con- like super confident like just for lack of a better term just a bad bitch then don't date a bad bitch exactly exactly yeah because there's nothing wrong with you it's just yeah. them that yeah that's the and I'm someone who's like incredibly loud and open from the jump. So like you're aware of what you're getting into. Like you can't mm-hmm. go, well, you, you weren't like this at first. Like you know exactly that this is the kind of life I lead. This is the kind of things that I put out into the world. Yeah. So you can either be cool with that and support that and move with me mm-hmm. or move to the vibe. Exactly. Really one or the other. It's good that you, you feel that way though, because a lot of girls would may just be like, okay, you know what? I won't do it anymore. And, oh, no. but it's so funny. Yeah, no, that's good. So what's the most yeah. desperate thing you've ever done to get a date? Anything desperate? Like I used to okay. do drive-bys. I was <laughs> drive-bys. <laughs> but long, like for a long time. <laughs> I drove my husband. Yeah. Uh-huh. Poor guy. See, hmm. I don't think I've done anything particularly desperate. Granted, I've only been like, I, I haven't really been somebody that's dated a lot. I feel like that's a big misconception. Like, when people look at me, they think that I like date a lot. Or I, mm-hmm. It's like, I really don't. Because not only am I super introverted and I say to myself, but also like, I don't know. Well, you were in a five-year relationship also. So well, yeah, I mean, that's date. Too. Hello, I'm 20. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I think that's definitely part of it also is the fact that like if something comes to me and it feels right, then that's great. But I'm never going right. to go out of my way to seek something. But mm-hmm. listen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm someone who's very passionate and very loving and kind and affectionate. 
<laughs> so I'll be writing poems for people. I'm writing uh-huh. poems for I'm that person. Right. And I don't necessarily do it to, like, get something back. But, you know, that would be nice. But I don't necessarily do it for that. Right. And then I'll write, like, all this beautiful, nice, like, Shakespearean stuff. And they'll be like, that's really nice. Thanks. <laughs> what the heck? Did you not read it? Do you need to reread it? <laughs> I know. I'm like, wow, I just wrote you two whole stanzas. <laughs> that hurts my feelings like i'm a big gift giver too so like no it's bad it's bad i'm a really big gift giver i'm really big on like words of affirmation so i'll be writing cards letters i'll be finding Uh gifts like really small things like if i'm at the store and i see something that reminds me of you i'll be like okay but that's is that your love language is that um is it is it um giving it's more words of affirmation yeah Mm -hmm. but um i mean yeah it makes sense (laughs) But no, I, that's cute. Like if you're in a five-year relationship and you're yeah. multiple kids, but like I've been dating you for a month. Why do I want to buy you? Like, why do I want to true. buy you? That's the awkward stage where it's like, okay. Or starting like at the beginning of Valentine's Day next month, it's like, am I getting this person something? Or like, Yo. it's almost like strange to even get a card at that point. It's yeah, like, I mean, what, what is that card going to say? Or even like around birthdays, just don't start yeah. dating somebody around holidays. I just exactly. <laughs> so I can't date you yet. Uh, this it yeah, 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 give me like two weeks. <laughs> give me like two weeks. <laughs> but, I mean, because then you got to think about it. Let's say things do work out, and then you know now your anniversary is on your birthday. Sorry, <laughs> my birthday is my birthday. Yeah, this, <laughs> that is so funny though. But it's true. Yeah. There's so much truth in that. <laughs> That you is... know what? They're just afraid to say it, but I'll say it. Don't date me around my birthday. <laughs> March 1st, don't so date me around my birthday. That is so funny. <laughs> you interested in Luna? Pick her up around June. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh, my God. So, okay. So, what is the biggest mess up you've ever done on stage in front of a live audience? Oh, my God. I don't think people even notice. I mess up my words all the time. <laughs> I think everybody does that though. I do, and it depends how it goes. So some songs I might just like mentally, I guess I realize I messed up, so I just kind of pick up from the last verse or something to so, mm-hmm. like mix the verses up and whatnot. But I think the last time I did a show, I performed Lunaphobia, and for whatever reason I blanked out. So I just did like a good run of O's for like a good three bars. <laughs> I was like, what am I saying? <laughs> the drop. I don't know what's happening. Oh god. And yeah, yeah, that happens a lot. Depending what shoes I'm wearing, I might fall. However, I am a very graceful faller. So it almost looks on purpose. I don't know how you wear the shoes you wear. I, I don't know. I just like Feels this high or too much for me? <laughs> that high. Yeah. Oh, no. my. Yeah, that's too short. I'm 5'1". Yeah, I'm trying to be tall. Well, I'm 5'9", so I'm trying to be short. Well, yeah, there you go. You're a stallion. Hello. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's exactly the problem. <laughs> so funny. So, um, the songs that you've written about your significant others, do they know that the about them or yeah, yeah they do. Okay. <laughs> I'm that super so- loud and super honest. I tell them straight up every single time. Like, yo, you want to know something funny? You want to know something crazy? <laughs> you check out track number nine. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh my gosh. Has it caused any problems where they where they just are so that song being about them or, or are they like, yeah, that's right. It's all true. For the most part, it hasn't caused too many problems. Like you'll have some people who like, they're really good sports about it. They're like, Hey, like, you know, this song is kind of like 
lyrically kind of mean, but hey, it kind of slaps. I'm like, thank you, right? Thank you. You respect it. Um, then you'll have people who are like, man, like, I wish this wasn't like publicly, but you're mm-hmm. not wrong. Like, this happened. Right, so right. Of, yeah, but you know what? No one else knows it's about them. So if it's public right. or not, it's just the two. That's what I'm saying. Like, very few people will actually know who these particular songs are about, which would obviously be myself, the person who it's about. And, like, maybe, like, a friend or two of mine who are, like, actually helping with, like, like Mati, for example, who helps me a lot with the engineering or stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But aside from that, like, unless you're telling a million and one people, I'm not telling a million and one people. Right. I don't know what it's about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it varies. Your video um, at, for FMU, the girls that are in it, are they just your close friends or are they just... Yeah. Founder. Okay. No, those are my friends. Those are my friends. They're both actually singers as well. So it's okay. Bailey and then we have Juliana Mera. Super, okay. super talented, the both of them. Um, and I was like, listen, y'all are not only like my good friends, but y'all are also super hot. Do y'all want to dance in my video? <laughs> <laughs> I was they were like, yes. Okay. It was a good video. Good video. Also directed yeah. by Matias Parlick. Like I'm telling you, that man does it all. Crazy. That's awesome. And he's down in South Florida. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. All right. Yeah. Uh, have to get his name out there and get him busy. Oh, yeah. Not if he's, I mean, he's probably already busy, but so who is your celebrity crush before, like when you were younger, who is it now? Let's see how it's changed and evolved. It hasn't changed much. Oh, it hasn't? Oh. <laughs> yeah, when I was really young, I was obsessed with Liz Gills. Liz I don't know Gills who that is. Played, she played Jade in Victorious. That's where like, oh, yes, play. yes. You know, she's a little gothic with a little blue yeah, highlights. She's, and yes, yes. Yes. And I was also very into Jade from the last, the live action Bratz movie. Who I've never seen followed. that. Oh, I was obsessed with the Bratz live action movie. Oh my God. I still watch it now. <laughs> <laughs> it's a work. It's cinematic art. It's so bad right. that it's good. Like when I was younger, I really thought it was good. Now I'm like, it's bad that it's good. But <laughs> the girl who played Jade, um, also, you know, goth aesthetic blue mm-hmm. highlights. So yep. I have a very clear, very clear vision. Now, though, um, I mean, Bad Bunny, hello. That's <laughs> next. I'm working on it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I love Kehlani. Oh, my gosh. Kehlani is absolutely yep. stunning. Alexa Demi, like from Euphoria. Oh. Wow. Oh, yeah. That's that's the like hottest show going on right now, huh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It just started again last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they just aired. Every Sunday they air a new episode. So right now they just aired episode two. Okay. So Alexa Demi is one of the girls on there, and she's absolutely stunning. Bad Bunny. <laughs> That bunny's always on the list. <laughs> I love that, man. <laughs> I'm going to play a little game. Rapid fire. You can't think. You have to just say, oh, see what comes. All right. We'll start oh, off. God, I'm not good at this kind of stuff. <laughs> All right. I'm letting you know that right now. You'll be good. You'll be good. They're not hard. They're going to be okay. very easy. Okay. So okay. polka dots or stripes? Stripes. I would say polka dots. Not that. But. All right. Blondes or brunettes? Brunettes. Okay. Texting or talking? All right. Favorite holiday? Uh, Valentine's Day. Fill in the blank. Machine Gun Kelly is? Megan Fox's toy. <laughs> That's great. Yo, I, saw them, I, I was standing outside the VMAs this year, and I saw oh. them together, like, and they were really cute. And I was like, wow, it really looks like Megan Fox is, like, just holding him as a purse. 
That is so funny. So are you on the Megan Fox wagon like everybody else? Oh, love her. I just don't get it. (laughs) Oh, it drives me nuts. Because I will admit, it's the confidence. That's that's what confidence is everything. And it's like making her out. Like she's got that resting bitch face. And it's, ah. It really is just a very, um, just a very sultry way about her. But you know what it is? I mean, Jennifer's Body, that movie came out in, like, what, 2008, 2009? Mm-hmm. That's the one that really, like, reeled a lot of people. Yeah. Yep. That movie, it's great. It's blood. It's killing. It's, it's great. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I just, I, I'll eventually get over this whole thing, but I just, I ask everybody, I'm like, I see it. Like, I, 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 I guess I just, I don't know what, and then when people make one person out to be the most cool, in the world it just drives me nuts oh, yeah. unless it's true like i like j-lo she's okay but she's like this normal looking lady but if you put her up next to shakira there's absolutely she can't hold a candle like that but that's the way i feel i just think shakira's right. absolutely like oh but j-lo if i walk next to her in this in the mall like i'd be like eh, some lady i would have i mean but oh has her own opinion you know whatever wait 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 I just All right. women like that's a, that's the main yeah. thing. You can just feel the confidence in the org. If someone can look good, mm-hmm. if they don't walk like they feel like they yeah. look good, it won't happen. Oh, I'll tell you, I've I've known this since I was young, like before I, when I was going into bars with fake IDs. My sister uh-huh. I mean her confidence was like nothing ever. Mm-hmm. And I would walk into the bar like this free spirit, like, hey everybody, you know, like because I just never ever yeah. glistened that she walk in after me five minutes after and she'd just walk and not say a word every guy it didn't matter if they were holding their girlfriend's hands they dropped hands and it was like the queen just walked into the bar i tried to be that way i just never was i was more of that like free like let's everybody hang out be friends and but man my sister knew how to do it the funnest people yeah but i didn't make everybody Turns hands when I walked in the bar, but oh my yeah. Yeah. well, you you don't want to be a homewrecker. <laughs> yeah, no, that's definitely not it. <laughs> okay, so back to rapid fire. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. Do you like the smell of gasoline? Yes. Oh, I was way too excited about that. <laughs> How many redheads are you friends with? Zero. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I think I know your answer to this already, but asking permission or for be- begging for forgiveness. Permission. Really, Miss, I sneak out of the house. Okay. <laughs> it depends what I'm doing. I'm just like overly considerate, and I'm like, I always want to ask consent, even for like most basic things. I'm overly considerate. I'm like, oh my god, is it okay if we do XYZ? Is it okay if we go out here? Like, oh no. But if it's something that's just me, then yeah. Forgiveness. Hello. Okay. <laughs> it depends who's involved. All right. Is Jimmy Kimmel funny? No. Some people, it just doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so South Florida musician. Hmm, y'all not gonna like my answer. Oh, oh God. That could easily be like. Oh, I don't want to slander nobody. I feel bad. <laughs> ba- very basic answer. The men in pop are not doing it for me. Y'all just okay. stand at a mic and do nothing. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you on that. I agree with you. I'm not going to name no names. Okay, I'll let you. <laughs> okay, so 
final question. If you want your music to send a message, what would that message be? The message. The message would be that with time, everything heals. And when you're in that process of it, someone always is going through the same thing as you. I just hope my music provides solace for somebody. That's really good. Mm -hmm. I love that. So what's next for you? Well, I do have a project called Apparition. It's coming out on January 27th, so that's next mm -hmm. Thursday. Okay. Um, it's just like a mini album that um, I initially wasn't even going to put it out, to be honest, but it was one of those things I was like, you know what, just for my own spirit, this needs to be out. Um, so that's coming up soon. There is one more music video attached to that, so that's exciting. Okay. And hopefully some more shows coming up soon, but that will be announced a little later. Okay. And what are your future goals? Oh, my future goals. Oh, I would love to just do everything I'm doing now just on a much bigger scale. I would love to go on tour. Like, that's one of my goals this year, um, going on tour and hopefully putting out another album. But I don't want to say too much on that. Okay. All right. So that's all I have for you. Is there anything you wanted to say? To go buy the Luna merch. I got her shirt oh, here. Where can they find uh, merch at? Yes, it's at lunascar.com. Everything is always on livescar.com. <laughs> but, no, I appreciate you having me on here. This was so fun. This was no, so I appreciate fun. you you coming on. I really enjoyed it. I really did. Oh, and I'm glad that I had the opportunity to do it. And hopefully the right person will hear it and be like, ooh, who's that little girl? Yay. Yep. Hopefully. And I'm on Bad Bunny. I'm on it. Yes, yes, yes. Let's get that to happen. <laughs> I will. <laughs> I will. <laughs> I love him. <laughs> <laughs> It'll happen. Oh, it's going to happen sooner than later because I'm on it. I'm on the case. There we go. Boom. All right, Luna. Well, thank you so much, and you enjoy the rest of your day. And, um, yeah, hopefully maybe, you know, down the, the down, and you can come back on after your new album and everything, and we'll talk again. Oh, for sure, yeah. I'd love to do that, though. So we can definitely right. link up then. Thank you so much, Luna. All right. Thank you. Bye. Bye. I gave it to you all along Can't help but feel